You just made the list. Say yeah. This is Wrestling with Attitude, sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting. Oh, yeah. With your host, The Summit. You made a trash collector, Enzo. He is better in the ring than Strowman is. Don't tell me Strowman's better than him. Just go to Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Christian should be on TV every single week. Vanguard One does time travel. Christian is Hall of Fame. Lil Stevens, mouth of the Carolinas. Shameless plug. Can I say this? I'm sorry, okay? You know the scaffold matches I like? I like the scaffold matches in ECW where it's just a piece of plywood built by... Ellsworth. I hate to say this, but Matt Hardy is the Marty Jannetty of the Hardy Boys. Come to Puerto Rico. J-B-L. Dixie Carter. She can hug me all night long. And it long! But if Frank the Clown has a chance with her, I am definitely... In the list. Voice of Charlotte, the QCB. Finally, the QCB has come back to the wrestling with attitude show. John LaBeouf, the WWE. The Reigns. Horrible Marine movies that John Cena's doing. I'd rather see Kevin Bacon new. Follow us on Twitter at WWA Show. Catch all our shows at WrestlingAttitude.com. Listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Spreaker. Welcome to Wrestling With Attitude. My name is Lil Steven with my partner in crime over here, The Summit. And we are going to go to our guest line right now. And we are going to bring on Ring of Honor's own Caprice Coleman. Caprice, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing outstanding. I'm honored to be on this show. Looking forward to this interview. See what y'all got going on. I hope y'all bring something different than everybody else brings. Other than the same questions everybody else has. So I'm putting y'all to the test. All right. Hey, man, that's oh, what we want. I love it, man. Well, hey, I got to ask uh-huh. you first off, man. You guys are coming to Charlotte. You got to be excited, right? You're coming home. <laughs> coming to my hometown to watch me get down. If I don't win, I'm going to frown. <laughs> that's exactly what I want to hear, man. That's how, that's how it works here in Charlotte. I can't wait for Ring of Honor, July 29th. The Charlotte Experience is what they're calling it. And we cannot wait to see you there. You know what? If you haven't seen a Ring of Honor show live, this is the best time to do it when they come to your town. And I promise you, if you come one time, you'll come back and you'll probably travel further to see us again because there's no other show like Ring of Honor on this planet because I guarantee you Ring of Honor is the best wrestling on the planet, period. Absolutely. Now, Caprice, I have some questions for you. I know a lot of people in Charlotte and uh, especially wrestling community. And I had a friend of yours tell me to ask you how you got the name Ice. Ice? Are you trying to go back in time? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I haven't heard that. I promise you, I haven't been Ice in, man, maybe 12, 15 years since I heard... Since I heard, you must have been talking to somebody from the old school. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. I got that from um, Matt and Jeff uh, when I was training uh, with them. And my dad, actually, my stepdad, he passed away a couple of years ago. But when I was uh, training, I I couldn't take a flat bump or whatever. And I was calling myself Ice before then. But my dad, being the supportive person he was, had a cup of ice in his hand and grabbed the ice cubes, put the ice cubes in my hand, folded it over my chest, 
like, you know, you can do it now. You have ice in your hands type thing. I promise you, I can't make this stuff up. I took the bump <laughs> perfectly, and the name stuck ever since. <laughs> now that you have to tell good. me who asked you to ask me that, because well, that's back in the day. Well, well first, <laughs> you, you said ask you some tough questions, so I'm starting with yeah. the toughest. You, you're, you're on top of the list now, because nobody's <laughs> asked me that. All right, there you go. Uh, well, we'll I'm going to tell you in a second who told you that. Who told me that? Uh, but the second thing I want to ask you, all right, I'm going to go old school. Uh, what was it like wrestling at Christian Wrestling in Texas? And then I'm going to get into the other question I want to ask you. Okay. Christian Wrestling, you're talking about in, in Texas? Yes, sir. Oh, man, I loved it. It was outstanding. Uh, it's still outstanding. I still work with them from time to time uh, when I can. They're actually the first. I was actually, before um, I heard about them, a lot of people know that I'm a minister uh, as well. I was giving up wrestling. I was ready to throw in the towel, not because uh, I didn't like wrestling and I was in love with it, but it was it was coming to a time to where my wrestling schedule was kind of interfering with my church schedule and all, and the pastor that I was under uh, at the time was saying, you know, you can't do both. You got to do one or the other, you know, and, and I was, like, willing to give it up. So I had, I had literally gave wrestling up, and uh, I stopped wrestling. Uh, for a while, and then um, I started. Man, I tell you, I was I was hurting so bad with wrestling. I'd be on the pool pit, listening to a sermon, thinking about wrestling spots. And I'm so serious right now. I mean, I've made up so many moves on the pool pit. I promise you, half of my repertoire came from the pool pit. Wow, man! <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Because yeah, I mean, I was just steaming so bad for wrestling, and then um, I was like, man, it's just I was th- dreaming about it every night, every day. Just th- thought about. It. I couldn't get rid of. It. I was like, man, is this a a curse or something, yeah, right? <laughs> and then, and because I mean, I couldn't get—I was addicted to it, you know. And then uh, I left it alone. And I was miserable, but then one day somebody called me, and uh, it was actually uh, uh, AJ Styles who had put in a word for me with this company. And it was like, "Hey, this is Christian Wrestling Federation," and uh, and I was like, "It's what?" <laughs> you know, wow. it's like Christian Wrestling. I never heard the two mixed before. Yeah, and um. They talked me into coming to a show or whatever. They flew me out to Texas, and uh, the first my first tour there, uh, they actually let me preach that night, and like twenty something people got saved. I was hooked every cent. Wow! Wow! That's amazing. I was, I, I was hooked every. They didn't have to ask me anymore, and like I told them now, you know, anytime they can use me, I'll be there. There's no question at all. <laughs> awesome. And the yeah. other question, I'll tell you. <laughs> Now I know you have a, have many great tag team partners, but who would you pick to be for one final tag team match to be your partner? Would it be Cedric uh, Alexander or would it be okay. Sweet Dreams? Oh, I know who you were talking to. Uh, oh man! Just because I know who asked me that question, I'm gonna say Sweet Dreams. <laughs> That's my brother, man. I've, I've known Sweet Dreams. I know Sweet Dreams because Sweet Dreams mentored me a lot, like I mentored Cedric. Um, when I first got into wrestling and all, I, I, I had it. I was good, and he was kind of one that, if anybody else, just kind of took me under his wing and kind of, you know, uh, showed me what he could show me and all. And I, I've known him for the better part of fifteen, maybe twenty. I wouldn't say 20, but the better part of 15 years, so more than 15 years, 
Uh, I know him now. It's all coming together. Y'all jive turkeys interviewed him. y'all interviewed me, got all these deep questions coming out. Well, listen, this show has taught the sweet dreams many times. Because oh, yeah. we've been at many events with him. Unfortunately, you yeah. haven't been there when he has. And we know right. him way back. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I, had to, I had to ask him, give me a good story about you. And he said, Uh-oh. first thing he said was say, ask him about ice. Oh my God! Yeah, well, yeah. he's got. He probably knows me more than any other wrestler uh, uh, out here because we, like I said, he's known me from very, 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 very small beginnings up until now. And actually, we, I talked to Jai Turkey yesterday, but he didn't <laughs> tell me nothing about this. So it's on next time I see him. Well, in his defense, I didn't ask him until today, so uh, okay. I, haven't, I haven't talked to him today. So. He, 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 no, he ain't even got a pass today, Jack. He would have called me and told me something else real small. He called me about some crazy stuff. He'll call me about an app. He could have called me about this right here. Now he could have. Now he's a big cowboy fan. You are too, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. I mean, you know, uh, I'm, and I'm making me sure too. you know I am not. <laughs> oh, you're not. Oh. No, I am. Man, not. we we just don't have a great no, interview today. I don't. I don't. I don't hate the Cowboys. I actually have a lot of respect for the Cowboys right. because not really just the Cowboys, but Cowboy fans because. Anybody that's a Cowboys fan to be able to still be with me after times like this, you know, y'all support us. Y'all are the most supportive people in the world. You're downright crazy. There's no in between. Yeah. Uh, you're either supportive or crazy. That's so, true. Um, but I can't say nothing because I'm a Panthers fan. I've been a All Panthers right. fan since I was in ninth grade. The Panthers came to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I liked them just because it was time my home team. But when I moved to Charlotte about four years ago, and I saw how in-depth this Panthers work and, like, other events, how they show up other places. You can walk down the street and see some of the players and um, how, they're, how they're open. They go to schools and visit. I was sold then because I'm like, you know, a lot of teams practice and they, they work in the city, but they live outside the city. But a lot of the Panthers, they live right here in Charlotte. You see them every day at the supermarket and all. They're Absolutely. Easily, easily yeah. approachable, you know. And you can't beat that. You know what I'm saying? You really can't beat that. So, I'm like, win or, suit, win or lose, I'm a Panthers fan, not because I feel they're the greatest team and I'm not going to bet no money on them because I'm not a betting man. Even if I was, I still wouldn't bet on them. But I'm supportive because they're supportive people. They are. They <laughs> are. They're, they're, so they're supportive they're, to the community. You can't really be. I've, I've, uh, I've rolled up and down the road a couple of times and saw this Cam Newton. He's out jogging. Oh, yeah. You know, wow. just, just, you know, different stores or whatever like that. And some of the stuff he jogging, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear this church. He was so nice. <laughs> but that is awesome. man, that's the way he is, man. So I'm, I promise you, I saw him jogging in a Gucci outfit. I promise you that outfit had to cost $1,500. He, he, I don't know where he was coming from, but he, if he works harder than that, but he's making too much money. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> uh, well, since you're talking about the road, all right, I always ask wrestlers and every – do you have any good wrestling stories? Or, like, on the road trip, do you have any really good wrestling stories that uh, – what's, uh, or what's the worst road trip in wrestling you've ever made? And, like, with who? Oh, uh, uh, man, I don't know. Um, I've had some stories to where – Okay, I'm from the old school, so I've I've been to where you can drive and the person is not driving can sleep to the point to where they had it to where anybody goes to sleep, something's wrong with them, uh, and all. And I've had uh, I've always had like a good gas car, even when I got signed or whatever. I've always bought like a economy efficient car. I drive a hybrid now because I'm kind of used to being on the road. 
or whatever. But there have been multiple times where I've let people drive my car and, and they've wrecked it. Wow. Um, hit, yeah, yeah, hit stuff uh, or whatever. And I'm sleep like on the passenger side. And like one turkey was driving my car and this turkey hit something and I woke up and he kept driving. <laughs> what? Like, like he ain't hit nothing. It was a big old raccoon, and I promise you, when I got, we heard, the reason why he stopped is not because he hit the raccoon, it's because the raccoon got stuck under the car. And we, yeah, I'm serious. We're in this the most disgusting sound I ever heard in my life because it was stuck under the car, and he's driving down like 95 or whatever the highway was we were driving down, and he's going, you know, 75, 85 miles per hour, and it's a raccoon stuck under the car. And all you hear just like it being oh, torn up or, or whatever. And I was like, dude, what happened here? I don't know. <laughs> was it? I don't, I don't know. When we get out the car, we got the car and look. And the front fender of my car, you know how like on cartoons when like one of the bad guys run through the walls, you can see the imprint oh, yeah. of the, their fingers. And I promise you, you saw like an imprint of the daggone raccoon <laughs> on my front fender. It took that thing and took it all the way through the car. I've also had road trips where, uh, I was riding with somebody, I'm not going to say his name, but he, I found out later that he booked me to wrestle because he couldn't drive. <laughs> and yeah, and we went like to the mountains to wrestle. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the mountains, like you driving up the mountains and your ears popping mountains, you know? Yeah. And so we're driving and I'm getting tired. And instead of him saying, I can't drive, I don't have my license. He was like, oh man, I'm tired too. We actually pulled over at a hotel, parked in the parking lot, and went to sleep. Slept, <laughs> then woke up and drive again because he wasn't getting there halfway. Like he's like, man, I don't have my life. If you would have told me that to start with, it would no, it wouldn't have been better. That sucked. That was terrible. You <laughs> 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 set me up is what you did. That's awesome. <laughs> In case you're just joining us, we're talking to Caprice Coleman of Ring of Honor. Again, they're coming July 29th here in Charlotte at Cabarrus Arena. Um, you know, uh, Caprice, I wanted to ask you, though, because you were talking about Sweet Dreams. We were talking about him. And, um, you know, Sweet Dreams used to wrestle in Omega back, you know, yeah. uh, the Hardy Boys, you know, they're, they're yeah. kind of little yeah. promotion. Uh, no, like, uh, how, how, was, um, how was it being trained by them? Oh, it was, it was awesome. Uh, it was awesome, but also in a way, I didn't know who I was training with because, yeah. like I said, I was just somebody that wanted to know how to, that wanted to wrestle, that wanted to do pro wrestling. I wrestled all the way through high school, and they just happened to be, um, I, honestly, I was at a store one day, and I was at a video store, and somebody was passing out um, flyers for a local wrestling event. And the guy that was passing out, he happened to be a wrestler, too, I think his name was Commando or, or something like that. And I told him, I said, hey, man, I said, I, I want to wrestle or whatever. He kind of just kind of joked like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, I'm serious. You know, he was like, well, meet me such and such place. And so I met him, and it was at the ring. Uh, it was a ring at a house. It was actually uh, Tracy's. Uh, his name is uh, his name is Tracy, but he's actually Trevor Lee's dad. I don't know if you know who Trevor Lee is. Yeah. But uh, yeah. it's Trevor Lee. We used to train at Trevor Lee's dad's house. And that's where the Hardy Boys was, and that's that's where I started training. So to me, I was just like, okay, it was a wrestling school that was like, you know, ten, fifteen miles from my house. We trained, you know, every week or whatever, and I was like, cool. And so when I started training with them, I just thought I was getting the regular, basic training because I watched. I was heavy into WCW with the, the cruiserweights and all that. And that's the way they trained. But 
when I started visiting other promotions and going with them to other places, I slowly started to realize that we weren't doing what everybody else was doing. Because at the time that I was training, people were still doing the, the old school body slam, clothesline, leg drop, you know, arm drag type wrestling. And, um, and like, Omega was doing like moonsaults and, you know, stuff yeah. through tables and ECW, uh, mixed with luchador type stuff. So we were way ahead of our time. Yeah. And I didn't realize it until I got, you know, on the road with them. And I was like, man, you know, this is really something here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that was, that was the, uh, the difference maker for me. Uh, I didn't realize what I was in until I actually got out a little bit and start comparing, you know, myself with other people. And, um, in Omega, you know, I was just a regular high flyer because everybody flew. But when I went other places, I was like a dynamic high flyer because I was the only person on the car that, fly, that flew, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I didn't meet anybody else like that until I went down to uh, Georgia, the NCAA wild side. That's where um, K-Crush uh, and AJ Styles now is on. What's his name? Um, K-Quick, K-Crush. um he raps on WWE. Oh, our truth, our truth, our truth is where he was, and all it was down there. And then down there, there was other flyers there. But like for a while, I, I was like everywhere I went, you know, it was a big deal, you know. For everyone that's going to Ring of Honor in Charlotte, what can they expect going to Ring of Honor on July 29th? They can expect bar none the best wrestling they've ever seen. I know it sounds cliche. But um, a lot of the people that are at the quote-unquote pop now are people that came from Ring of Honor, and they came from Ring of Honor and went uh, to the quote-unquote pop, and they didn't last uh, in their dungeon long because they went straight to TV because we have wrestling down pat. And I think if you take, you know, the, the top three promotions saying they're, you know, WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor, uh, you would say WWE is like, 75% entertainment, 25% wrestling matches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and you would say TNA is like 50% wrestling matches, 50% entertainment. You know, I would say uh, Ring of Honor is 75% wrestling, and you still get, you might get 25% entertainment in there, but with Ring of Honor, you're going to get wrestling. And if yeah. you come to see, you come in to see a wrestling show, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get, uh, if it's a two hour show, you're going to get an hour and 45 minutes of wrestling, <laughs> you know, and it's going to be great wrestling. It's going to be wrestling that you've never seen before, moves you've never seen before, because they're really not, there's not about anybody on TV that can do the stuff that you're going to see done. Uh, we have people from Japan. We have legit people from Mexico. We have people from New England. We have people from all over the world that are signed with, uh, that are signed with, when I said New, I said New England like it was another country. Did you hear that? Uh, <laughs> But uh, but from Europe uh, and all that come, and they have different wrestling styles. So not only are they going to see great personalities and great wrestling, but they're going to be able to see different styles as well. And so I think that's what makes us stand out. Uh, if you're just joining us again, Caprice Coleman, Ring of Honor. Again, July 29th, go see them. Um, uh, one thing I want to ask, because, you know, we were talking about Ring of Honor, about, um, you know, I remember watching you wrestle in 2000. 12, I think you guys came here. It was you and Cedric were a tag team at that time. And, yeah. you know, and I know you returned to Ring of Honor in 2011. What I wanted to ask was, how has Ring of Honor kind of evolved uh, since your return? Like, since you've been back in Ring of Honor, like, what's different than when it was, like, when you first started in Ring of Honor? Well, when I first started, um, Ring of Honor has always been a lot of the same to me. However, uh, what's happened is that we're now picked up by a major TV company yeah. that is able to promote what we have. And with Sinclair, uh, 
Sinclair brings a lot of security to where um, now we're able to make a living doing what we've been doing and the world is able to see it. Not much has changed with the company. We're just able uh, to be seen by the world now. Okay. Right. I want to ask you, we has we do Periscope, and some of the listeners were asking, where would you like to be in your career down the road? I mean, I know you've been wrestling for a while. Do you see yourself anywhere else other than Ring of Honor? Well, I, um, of course, I'm, I'm a minister, so I do know that pastoring is in the future uh, for me. I've also, uh, other than wrestling, I also do a little bit of production work. I do mentoring in the back. I do uh, talent development. Um, there's a lot of aspects that I have in wrestling. I work with commentary, management, uh, and all that. So I try to make myself versatile because I'm 40 years old, you know, and I know that I'm not going to be able to go forever, but I try to make myself versatile to where I can walk uh, somewhere in this sport, you know, just walk to another side of the sport, you know. So I feel I will always be connected to pro wrestling somehow. I just uh, I don't feel it will always be in the ring, per se. Yeah. Um, I, I started out as a referee. I can always go back to that. Um, wrestling is my art, man. I've always loved to do it. And all my life, all I've done really is uh, wrestling and ministry, you know, my, my whole life. And so between those two, that's, uh, that's what I'll be doing. And wherever it sees fit for me to be at, you know, that, that's where I'll be. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going this place and not going that place and all that kind of stuff because I don't know what the future holds. Oh, I do absolutely. know that I have family that i'm blessed to be able to make a living to take care of the ring of honor they've never lied to me and they've they've always been straight up with me uh and honest with me so i have no reason to leave them or anything i'm, I'm happy where i'm at and i'm at i have a schedule that i'm home with my family i take my kids to school you know during the week and then when i have to go i go you know so um you really can't beat that uh, any other schedules you know a lot of times you're gone during the week and you get home and your family you know grew up you know because the, the road life is there but ring of honor allows me to have a life to where i'm still able to spend time with my family and, and to me that's a blessing your favorite match that you've wrestled oh man uh i would just have to say my next one man yeah <laughs> because, <laughs> hey that's I, i'm serious because I'm, I'm always striving to get better man i'm, I'm all i never stop learning uh, I don't ever want to stop learning because when you stop learning, you stop growing, you know. And so yeah. I've had some great matches and I have some great memories um, or whatever. I, man, I, I don't know. I, I got 20 years in this thing, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, so, well, like, uh, well, with that, would you have a dream match? I don't know. I'd love to wrestle uh, maybe Chris Jericho. Wow. Um, I'd like to do a program. I'd love to do a program with him. Uh, Cody Rhodes is definitely on the top of the list. I, uh I like people that can work and that can that can talk as well because yeah. I feel like those type of feuds can go on for a long time because people emotionally involved and and they pay to see that type of stuff. Uh, I, I would like to work. Uh, man, I don't I don't know. It's, it's a, uh, I would love to have an onset uh, feud with Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal and I have pretty much grew up in this sport together, and we wrestle on and off. Uh, and we, we always push each other, you know, to the limit, but we, we've always just had matches, never like a, you know, a run into it. I don't know if I need to run and punch him in the back of the head to get something started or what, <laughs> but, but I would like to have, you know, uh, something with him, man. I, sometimes I feel like picking a fight with him just so he gets mad at me so we can start <laughs> fighting each other. But, but I love him, man. He loves me too. I don't know if I need to push his plate over or something. I don't know. 
I, I want to start something that that way we could just have some good wrestling matches on TV and, and start something going. Uh, but other than that, man, I don't I don't know. I try to take whatever I'm given and make the best out of it. That's that's all I've ever done, man. And, and I never know what's coming up. And I, I take whatever I got and I try to make it the best match I ever had. That is awesome. Uh, I know we don't know who you're facing yet in Concord, correct? We don't know that yet. Uh, well, I have a surprise for y'all in Concord. Uh-oh. Oh, all right. Uh, I, I, I have a surprise uh, in Concord because uh, a little background, the the group that I was part of called Rebellion, we had to split up yeah. uh, because we lost uh, lost a match to um, Search and Destroy. And uh, we had to disband or whatever. So everybody's kind of going their own way. We're all still friends. We all still support each other. But through the quote-unquote rules of Ring of Honor, they took the best faction they had and tried to break them up. But it's all good. Everybody's going to be all right. <laughs> and I have a surprise for my next uh, my next role that I'm going to be doing in Ring of Honor. And I feel that uh, with this uh, opportunity that I have, uh, that I asked to do uh, with them allowing me to do it. I think it's going to turn a lot of heads. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and it's going to be able to open the eyes uh, of a lot of people on, on different things that are going on. So I'm looking forward to it. And actually, Charlotte will be the first time um, where I'm starting this thing at. So in my hometown, I'm starting something brand new. So uh, come out and see it. Yeah. That is you, awesome. You heard it here, folks. You need to go see Ring of Honor July 29th. Caprice Coleman told you to do it. You got to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> and I just wanted to make hey, you sure. You got to do it now. <laughs> I done told you. You got to do it now. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I got to make sure. Bigger with yeah. the questions. Were the questions nah, man, good? Y'all did, y'all, did, y'all did great, but you cheated. I'm going to tell you how you cheated. You talked to somebody from a past. You cheated. That's like, hey, but maybe everybody needs to cheat because y'all caught me on guard with that one, man. I was expecting some old some old Wikipedia stuff that everybody grabs and, and try to they try to act deep with it, too. They say you were trained in 1997. You just wrote that, you jive. You read that off the internet. You're trying to act like you deep or something. All you did was look it up. But what you did was some in-depth research, or you know somebody, so I appreciate what you did. And I had fun with this. Awesome. And <laughs> hopefully we can have you on the show again because, man, it has been great. We we love talking about stories of wrestling and everything else. Yeah, man, maybe we great. can get you and Sweet Dreams on the show together next time. Absolutely. You know? Hey, you, you, you hook it up. I'll be there. Y'all got my phone number now. Yeah, Don't hey. send me no crazy tweet. Last time somebody got my phone number, they would send me stuff like, good night, good morning. I was, I oh, really? Like, Look, this is uh, yeah, there's some people. I'm, I'm scared to give out my number, man. That's why I had to get approval for this one. Because last time somebody told me it was, I don't know who they told me it was, somebody a book or something. And uh, I gave them my number, and I promise you, I got home, and it was like good night. I was like, what? And, and I just left it. I just left it alone, and I woke up in the morning. And it was like good morning. I said, hold up, brother. <laughs> This well, is crazy stuff. Right? I promise <laughs> so that I'm won't happen. You know what I mean? But, but y'all seem to be good people. So as long as y'all ain't calling me in the morning at night and we got some stuff set up, we can rock and roll, all right? Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> all right, Caprice. Hey, man, have a good one. Again, go see that. Uh, go see Caprice Coleman and Ring of Honor at uh, July 29th, Cabarrus Arena, Charlotte, the Charlotte Experience. Go see them, and it's, it's going to be a fun time. I think it's going to be. Hey, man, y'all forgot something. <laughs> what did I forget? Y'all forget that I was supposed to be doing the first pitch at the Charlotte's Knights uh, oh, baseball yeah. game. 
Friday. Absolutely. I forgot about that. We So if if you go to uh, Charlotte Knight's B&T Ballpark, BB&T Ballpark, uh, you will see Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman uh, at the ballpark. And I think, Caprice, you're going to be throwing out the first pitch, correct? Yeah. Okay. I think they're both throwing out the The first first pitch. pitch. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Forgot all about that. I was. <laughs> I, I will be there at the game, so I definitely can't wait. That's gonna be good. Yeah, that's that's gonna but be I, fun. I don't know how Ian Bicker Rickabody pitched his way into the pitch. It was <laughs> me doing it first. I ain't never in my life seen two pitch, people pitch a baseball. It would take two people <laughs> hey. to pitch no baseball. In Charlotte, they get three. <laughs> yeah, Two people pick, are we gonna pitch two balls or something? If I, we pitch two balls, who gonna pitch first? I ain't pitching second. Well, maybe there's like maybe there's gonna be two catchers, you know? Like maybe they'll have maybe they got a back backup catcher. <laughs> no, it's a doubleheader for a single game, and I don't like it. It should be Caprice Coleman by himself. He should be the only one pitching the ball. Ian Riccoboni itched his way in there, old commentating job turkey because he wanted to play baseball. But they got some surprise coming, too. The surprise start on Friday night. I'm going to let you know that right now. With uh, Ian Riccoboni, think he's going to jump in my path trying to throw a baseball. I wish he would come to Charlotte trying to throw my baseball <laughs> in a night game. What well, you're not going to do is throw the first pitch. That's what you're not going to do. No, no. You oh, better not. I can't, I can't wait to see this on Friday, who gets to throw the first <laughs> pitch. Well, 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 with all that aside, I'm scared as I don't know what to throw that daggone baseball. Hey, <laughs> All I can pitch is 50 cents. Going out there, throwing that, throwing that baseball, and then going haywire. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get that out of your mind, man. Yeah. I, I, I think I got it down pat, but it, when they called me with the email and asked me to do it, I was excited about it. But even when I was typing, that's the first thing popped in my head was like 50 cents <laughs> going to foot. Throwing the ball, man, and so I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass Ian, and then then can't dag on throw the baseball, right? So. <laughs> oh, that is funny. That's great. That's gonna be a great but time. Either way, Friday. we're gonna have a good time. Oh yeah, that's you're gonna see him Friday at the ballpark, BB&T Ballpark, Knights Night Stadium, and then go hop on over to the Cabarrus Arena and see him at Ring of Honor on Saturday, July 29th. Absolutely. Hey, Caprice, man, thank right. you so much, man. We really appreciate it here at Wrestling With Attitude. Thank you, Caprice. Ain't, ain't no problem. Thanks for having me on. I'll see y'all Friday and Saturday, maybe. Oh, yeah. All right, definitely.